When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Also, we have two Origin tickets to give away in the last hour of the show. I'll be riding solo, boys. I'll be riding solo. Jason Derulo riding solo. Between two and three, <laughs> between two and three, I'll be taking your calls, and the best call will get two tickets to Origin tonight. That's 1300-01-1170. So make sure to call in the last hour from two to three. We're taking a bunch of calls. That is 1300-01-1170 for a chance to win two tickets to Origin. Now, Smithy, the Gold Coast Titans, Conundrum, Campbell, absolutely starred. They've obviously got Brimo. They may get Hunt. Where, how do they sort out having too many good players in key positions? Yeah, Campy, I'm not too sure. I was, I was at this game, um, called this game live on the, on the weekend, Dolphins v. the, the Titans. And I'll tell you what, Jaden Campbell was, was absolutely everywhere for the Titans. You know, most of the positive th- stuff that happened with Gold Coast was off the back of you know, either one of his runs or him handling the football in that set play. Um, he's just an out-and-out out star. He's just resigned for a couple of years with the Titans, and he's still a young man. Well, he's he's twenty-three, um, but it's there's an issue there for them, isn't there? There's there's they've got so many key position players on their roster. So as you mentioned, you know, Jaden Campbell, of course, um, Tanner Boyd, who's been doing some fantastic stuff for them as their halfback. Kieran Foran, big name signing as well. AJ Brimson. If they're to if they are to secure the signature of Ben Hunt, I just does that force one of those guys out of this squad? I do, I don't know how you can fit all of those players into the one team because if you're signing, think of it this way: if you, if you're signing Ben Hunt, you're not signing him to be a bench player. Um, I, I highly doubt he'll sign elsewhere to go and play hooker. That that's been tabled. I don't think he's going to go and sign with an NRL club and, and wear the number nine. It'll be to play in the halves. But you've already got a, you know, um, Kieran Fawn, who was fantastic on the weekend. I know he's getting on in his career a little bit, but he's still playing great footy. Tanner Boyd has been one of their most consistent performers over the last, you know, season and a half. He's their goal kicker. He's a, he's a fantastic goal kicker. So, like, you, you can only fit so many players within that that group, that that spine. Um, it was interesting, actually, Kempe, mate. I, I spoke with Jaden's father, you know, Preston Campbell. He, we had him on the panel um, pre-game. And he actually spoke about, I asked him about, you know, Jaden signing on for two years, but there is this sort of logjam of, of um, fullbacks and halves you know, in the position that he, he enjoys playing. And Preston actually said, well, mate, like, that's just rugby league. Unfortunately, there's there's periods of your career where you have to bide your time um, around other players, and you just have to do what you have to do to to get get on in in your career, and um, also you know building some sort of versatility to your game as well, just to just to give you 
yourself the greater opportunity to, to play first grade. So it was actually interesting to see, you know, and to hear from from Jaden's dad about, you know, the entire situation. And and he seems from a dad's point of view, rather than saying, oh, mate, you should leave, like get out of here and you could, you could find a fullback spot at another club. He was, he was actually, you know, he, he seemed quite happy for Jaden to maybe even spend a little bit more time, you know, progressing his, his, uh, his career, even if it is playing on the bench, um, playing in positions where, you know, he's not particularly, you know, wanting to play his career and for some weeks maybe play reserve grade as well. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think if they were to add an extra player like a Ben Hunt to their roster, I think that would force one of those guys out at some stage. Yeah, it's it's such a tough situation they find themselves in because, you know, uh, and look, earlier in the week, Matty John said, you know, maybe AJ Brimson could become the best 14 in the game. Look, I just want to, for the record, I said that way before Matty. So if Matty Johns tries to claim that call, if it does, if it does come true, if it doesn't come true, I had nothing to do with it. It was a Matty Johns call. <laughs> if it does come true, I just want to say, Matty, I said that first, bro. I said it first. I want to have a claim to it. Um, no, but all jokes aside, really the only the only way that you fit him in, because I just can't see Campbell being a 14 long-term, yep. like for two years. Now, Brimo is so good at fullback, though. So it's like you get these yeah. huge, incredible plays by Campbell. And, and I just think that Brimo maybe edges him in regards to consistently impacting the game on a more regular basis. And so yeah. you'd have to say he's ahead of him for the, the fullback role. In regards to the 14 role, maybe you could you, – I, I, like I think Brimo could definitely excel at the 14. There's no denying that. But – do you, you know, slightly weak in one position to, you know what I mean? And then is Brimo going to sit there and yeah. go, well, what, what am I doing here at 14? I'm an origin player and I feel like I should be playing 80 minutes and he would have every, you know. Yeah. Of course you want your players to be like, whatever the team wants, I'll do. But at the same time, yeah. you, you, I think that most clubs would agree and most players would agree. Eventually a player gets to a certain standing in the NRL where he is, uh, has earned the right to say, I kind of don't deserve it, but I've earned the right to play 80 minutes or earned the right to play my best position. Um, yeah. Do you think that could work? Brumeau at 14 at Campbell or do Campbell stay at 14 maybe? Or then Tanner yeah, Boyd loses his spot um, there, sorry. Yeah, well, that's the that's the thing with Brumeau is like his, his versatility to be able to play multiple positions. Like he can play nearly every position in the back line. Well, he could actually. And then sparingly, you could chuck him in the middle if you had to, because he's quite a, you know, he's he's quite a, you know, sort of solid sort of guy, and he can handle, you know, the hits. But he's a now now fullback, and there's no doubt about that. And it'd be a bit strange, wouldn't it? You know, going from being a state of origin number one, going back to your club, and then being a fourteen, that would be a little bit strange. But it's a bit of a it's a headache for Des Hasler, isn't it? Coming into, you know, the Gold Coast Titans as, as coach, um, you know, yet to see what, what plans are for that club moving forward. But I don't know, maybe, maybe having Jaden Campbell there. Yeah. It, it's a difficult one because you don't want to be, you don't want to be, you know, mixing and matching your lineup every couple of weeks with the Titans. Mm. And I was just thinking, you know, like going into next year, Kieran Foran, another 12 months older, will they try and manage him through the season? You know, let's say, you know, Kieran plays three matches, four matches, and then Des looks to give him a, a week's break. 
you know, just to just to you know let his bumps and bruises settle down and and not try to, you know, overwork him too much because we've seen he he's had you know really unfortunate run of injuries throughout his entire career. So he he battles you know staying um, on the field for you know those extended you know weeks. So, but then you know you're talking about you know changing the lineup. So would you? Then say you're resting, say like a Kieran Foran, do you then move Brimson to six and and Jaden Campbell to one, or does Jaden Campbell just come in straight in and play in the halves? Maybe that might be an option for them to be able to keep all those guys um, in the squad. I, I just I just think adding Ben Hunt that would that would force one player out. I'm, I'm not sure who it would be, um, but one would go, I'd believe. Well, I mean, you look, you talk about perfect 14s. Tanner Boyd would be the perfect 14. You know, yeah. we know he can play nine. He can play six or mm. seven. Great goal kicker. Can play probably yep. lock as well. Um, so, look, yeah. the good thing for the Titans is it's been a very long time since they've had these problems. So, very exciting yeah. time for the <laughs> Titans. Um, now, Matt Lodge has signed with the Seagulls. Seagulls confirmed they have signed Roosters prop Matt Lodge on a training trial for the remainder of the season. Lodge will play for Blacktown Workers this Sunday in New South Wales Cup. Seagulls are currently in 10th position on ladder with seven wins and loss, uh, eight losses, one draw. Um, I guess our thoughts initially about the signing and uh, about the Manly Seagulls' season. Yeah, I think, well, well, Matt Lodge, I think he's been sort of um, a little bit um, on the outer at the Roosters for some time now. So um, taking up that, that train and trial option with the Seagulls, I'm not sure how that works as far as you know, using him in first grade, I think they 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 might need to um, apply for some sort of dispensation, Kempi, with the NRL if if he was to play NRL at some stage moving forward. But he's the type of guy that can make a, a huge impact, isn't he? Um, particularly you know on their charge towards the finals once you know State of Origin's over after tonight, all the players return to their clubs. You know, they they their their focus returns to you know, building towards a semi-final series. And, and you know, like Manly, they've had a very up-and-down season so far, but they're not out of it. They're, they're not out of it by any any stretch of the imagination. Like, if they can if they can string some wins together in the back half of this season, they're, they're well and truly in it. So um, if he gets an opportunity to play, like, we've seen the impact he had when he, when he went to the Roosters. Like, his first, you know, sort of, dozen games that he played for the Roosters, I, I thought he was fantastic. He actually he actually added, you know, a, a different element to their to their game. He added, you know, some aggression, uh, you know, a bit more aggression, a lot of energy. So it could be a positive for the Sea Eagles if he if he gets the opportunity at the right time to get on the field. Yeah, look, I I look value wise, it's incredible value for the Sea Eagles for the rest of the season. Like getting a bloke like yeah. Matt Lodge on training trial. I guess specifically about his performance, absolutely. Like performance-wise, he's going to bring a lot to that forward pack. I just think that the only concern I have with Manly is not – it's definitely not Lodge specifically. It's a broader sense of it's such a churn and turnover of players under a new coach. The, mm. the concern I have is is that if it doesn't click early, does, does Seabold have enough life in his coaching career to garner that extra year or two he's going to need to mould this team together? Um, yeah, and so because the churn has been quite substantial, I mean they have made some massive, massive moves in the market, looking to move players yep. on, and I think that if I like, look, obviously Seabold knows way more about footy than me, but in my opinion, 
I just think that if I'm looking to build a roster, I look at what is our biggest weakness. Our biggest weakness is consistency. You know, at the Manly, like mm. we've got the we've got the the troops to take it to literally the top tier sides, but we've been yeah. so inconsistent this year. And so if I'm looking at recruitment, I'm going okay. Uh, we need to recruit super consistent NRL players that almost emulate Jake Travojevic. Obviously, they'll never be on his level, but emulate it to a degree. And don't get me wrong, you need to sprinkle in guys like Lodge and Paseca. They really help get the go forward. But I just, if I'm a Manly fan, I'm looking at it going, hopefully the next few signings are really good battlers through the middle, almost akin to what the Warriors have done with their signings. What are your thoughts, Smith? Yeah, yeah no, mate, I, I agree. And I've, I've actually made those comments about Manly um, throughout this season, because if you think back, you know, earlier part of the year where they took on the Melbourne Storm at uh, Four Points Park, like they they absolutely demolished the Storm that night. Mm. It, it wasn't a huge scoreline. I think it was something like around the ballpark figure of 18, 4, 18, 6, something like that. But I'll tell you what they did, and talking about consistent performances, from the very first whistle to the last whistle, they can be they were relentless. Mm. So when you see a team perform like that against, you know, one of, you know, what many people regard as one of the heavyweights of the competition, when you see them perform that way, you just, you sort of sit back and you see them put in other performance that are a little bit sort of, you know, sort of so-and-so, you just think, well, how does that happen? Yeah. Like, how, 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 how can you be so good in this game, but then the following week, just you don't fire a shot. Mm. So I think that's the biggest challenge for, you know, Anthony Seabold at the moment. It's it's not about it's not about lacking, you know, the 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 squad members um, and their ability. Like they they've got a, a, a wonderful um, mixture of you know youth, experience, natural ability, talent. You know, you look at someone like a Schuster. He's one of the most skillful players in the competition. But he alone, when you look at him as an individual, you can say very inconsistent as well. Mm. So it's it's about it's about teaching these guys as individuals about minimising that gap between their best and their worst football, and making sure that 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 happens on a regular basis. Is that you know you're you're playing at you know sevens and eights out of tens every week. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 really uh, strange times at the Manly Seagulls because again. You know, they didn't come in saying, oh, we're completely rebuilding. And yet there is quite a lot of turnover. But the positive is, is I'd argue DCE has been the best seven this year. Yeah, mate, he's been incredible. Incredible. Like, he, I would... So good. He, put it this way, I don't think they beat the... Like, obviously, it's an obvious statement. But I honestly think he single-handedly beat the Roosters in regards to making huge plays, multiple yeah. occasions, which is obviously enough points to, to beat them. Just with the Storm, aren't the Storm in this, like... You know, you could look at this year with the Storm and say, yeah, they're still near the top of the table, but they've been super inconsistent. But I actually, you know, the more I've thought about the Storm, even though I'm still unsure as to whether they're going to, like, really push towards the end of the year because they seem mm. to be inconsistent. But when you think about it more, you're like, they've had so much go against them. And the fact that they're still, I think, in the top four, or at least the top five, yep. it just shows you, like, why they stayed on top for as long as they did. Where, where do you think yeah. the Melbourne store at? Because as I said, I... I I do think you're a four away or two from, you know, being a premiership threat this year at this stage right now. Where's yep. your thoughts on them? 
Yeah, look, mate, I think they've, um, over the last, I reckon, five, six weeks, they've really snuck up under the radar of mm. everyone. I think I think they, they were, you know, very up and down. They've had a, I'll tell you what they have, they, they've had a couple of losses that were, you know, very poor performances. Um, you know, they got, they got beat um, early in the year. They got beaten by the Bulldogs um, and they were beaten by another team, you know, low, low on the ladder, which, you know, when you look at, look at their loss, you're thinking, that, that's a really poor effort by standards of of the Melbourne Storm, and I'm I'm not comparing them to you know Storm teams in the past. I'm talking about a team coached by Craig Bellamy. You know he expects far higher standards than what they 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 showed in those games. But over the last six weeks, they they put together you know some pretty good performances. They've had a couple of buys. They've had opportunities to get players back from injury. You know Tui Kamika Mitha coming back on board is certainly going to help. The likes of you know Cam Munster, um, Jerome Hughes, and and Harry Grant, I I do agree with you, mate. I think there's there's been a bit of a change. There's a lot of really hard workers in that forward pack. Mm. Um, you know, particularly guys like you know Josh King, who you know has been playing you know wonderful football. But there's it's almost like if if opposition teams take care of guys like Tuika Mikamitha and particularly um, Nelson Asopo Solomona. They really struggle to build any sort of momentum, mm. and then they're relying on sort of you know special efforts from you know guys like Munster and you know Jerome Hughes and, and Nick Meaney at the at, at fullback, who's I think has had a great season. Mm. Um, but that, they'll be there. Mm. Like you know, don't get me wrong, they'll be there. The the most I sat back and went wow a couple of weeks ago was when they played against Penrith. Yeah. They come out and absolutely exploded out of the blocks, right? And they put 14 points, I think, on on Penrith. Nathan Cleary wasn't playing. And then all of a sudden, Penrith just, they just started to turn the screws on the Melbourne Storm. And I think the final score, like in the last 50 minutes of the game, the scoreline was 34 to 2. Something, something around that. Like mm. the storm only managed to score a penalty goal, and I sat back and went, oh, "Wow, that that's." I don't know whether that's alarming for Melbourne or you, you or you look at the the Penrith side and go, "That's that was impressive." Yeah, like that that just reinstates, you know, that they are the benchmark of the competition uh, competition still. Now, after the break, we share our holy schnitz moment, thanks to schnitz.